0: Jewish audio on Chabad.org. Today, nobody goes on a trip without using the right maps. Whether it's Waze, Google Maps, everyone has their favorite GPS that they like to use to show them which direction they are going. This week, we are... Conclude the entire book of Exodus, the Shemot, the second book of the Torah. The final verses in this week's Torah portion, at the very end of the book of Shemos, gives us a powerful message, a message that can really impact our entire lives as we march forward day by day through the trials and tribulations and the different journeys and highways of life. The Torah portion tells us that after the extensive details of how the Jewish people built the tabernacle and everything that went into its construction. The verse concludes by telling us that ultimately, the Jewish people dedicated the tabernacle, and from then on, they followed the clouds of glory. When the clouds of glory, the Anane HaKavod, lifted from the tabernacle, the Israelites would set out on the various journeys. There's a message here, my friends. You see, just like every single one of us today needs a GPS, so too the Jewish people at the time of the tabernacle also had a GPS. But it wasn't just a regular GPS. It was a very unique one. It was actually a God positioning system. As the Jewish people traveled in the desert for 40 years, they only knew when to go and when to stop, following the clouds of glory. In a sense, in our own lives, we experience the same We may not notice it, it may not be as obvious, but the truth is everything we experience in life, every place we go, every stop we make, every setback that we go through, is part of that master plan. When we go through life, it is so important to remember that wherever we are, we are simply following God to where he wants to take us. It's very important to remember that nothing happens by random, nothing is a coincidence. If we miss a flight or get stuck in traffic, where all these different life experiences take us to places that we never expected to be, that's part of the master plan it's literally the God positioning system open up your eyes tune into the clouds of glory in your own life and you will see that if you follow where God is taking you you will see incredible blessings and listen to the voices hear the sounds listen to the messages that God is planting along the way to ensure that you remember and you recognize that everything that you're experiencing is part of the master plan For this week's story, I want to invite you to join me on a journey together with a very fine individual who merited to see in his own life how the clouds of glory took him from place to place where he was meant to be. This is just one story of thousands of individuals who were blessed that the Rebbe gave them that gift of the clouds of glory. He showed them, he directed them, he helped them recognize that wherever they go is for a reason. Find this story in your own life as well. Look around, open your eyes and acknowledge at the places you go and the people you meet and the voices you hear and the experiences you have is all part of that GPS, that God positioning system, which is taking you where you need to go. This story is about Mr. Michel Alush, who lives with his wife and family in Israel, where for the last 24 years he has worked as an internationally recognized expert in the field of UAS unmanned aircraft systems, and he shared the following story. Originally he lived in France, and he developed a relationship with the Rebbe through the Rebbe's emissaries, and he really wanted to move to Israel. It was his life's dream to settle in the Holy Land. And finally, in 1985, he was offered an incredible job when the State of Israel decided to become more independent and to launch its own fighter aircraft project called the Lavi. And he was invited to work at this project. He was so excited and he reached out to the Rebbe for the Rebbe's blessings, for this move to fulfill his dream of settling in the land of israel and surprisingly the rebbe said how can you make this decision to go when the situation is so volatile you don't really know what's going to be he was very surprised to get that answer because the prototype of this lavi project was already going strong it was successful it was so successful that it was expected to even be better than the american f-16 fighter jet and he was so confident that this will work but the rebbe said to him it's not the right time. And sure enough, you listened to the Rebbe's words. And shortly afterwards, when he was in a private meeting with the Rebbe, the Rebbe told him the following message: a message that resonates with each one of us. And the Rebbe said, "Every Jew has a mission in this world. We are meant to bear witness to the oneness of God by observing Torah and Mitzvot wherever we find ourselves. And this is why God sends a person to certain a person to certain places. Is because wherever a Jew finds himself." In a distant place, it's because that's where they can best fulfill their mission. Listen to this message. The Rebbe told him those words. He wasn't sure why the Rebbe is telling him this message, but he understood it must be for a reason. A few months later, he suddenly got an offer to move out to a distant place, to South Africa. He can work in aerospace engineering as a consultant far off in South Africa. And that's when he understood the Rebbe's message. The Rebbe was telling him that the reason why you're going off to a distant place is because you're meant to be there for a reason. And then as he packed his bags to move to South Africa with his family, he then understood why the Rebbe discouraged him from going to Israel at the time. Because exactly at that day when he arrived in South Africa, during that time period, the Levi project was actually canceled due to U.S. pressure and that entire job would have been lost in Israel. So he settles in South Africa and as soon as he gets there he discovers a piece of information he never knew about. He found out as he was getting a tour of the new home which he's renting, the person who's renting him the home, says, I want you to understand that now that you live in South Africa, it's very, very important that you recognize you must lock your doors every night. And not only lock the doors at the entrance, but you also have to lock the gate that's between the bedrooms and the dining room and the living room area. And then he continued and he said, if you hear somebody break into your home middle of the night, don't go close to them. Don't try to fight them. Stay in your room and pretend like you're sleeping because in this country, they don't just steal, they also murder. When he heard those words, he turned to his wife in shock. This is what we came for. This is where we moved to a jungle he got so overwhelmed and so nervous that even though he knew that he has a blessing from the Rebbe to move here, and even though the Rebbe told him that he's here for a mission, to do his part, to bring Torah and mitzvot, he was still so shaken from this sudden realization, this is a dangerous place, that immediately he sat down and he wrote a letter to the Rebbe, and he put out his heart and he said, I think we made a mistake. I think we need to go back to France or maybe go to Israel. We don't belong here. This place is dangerous. And as he was sitting there, he was struggling with this letter because he knew that the Rebbe gave him a blessing. And the Rebbe gave him a message that wherever you go, remember, there's a GPS, there's a purpose, there's a reason. But still he was nervous, he was anxious. As he finishes writing the letter, he suddenly gets a phone call. And this is one of the local Chabad Hasidim inviting him to town and saying, we heard you just moved. We want to welcome you. And in fact, it's perfect timing. Because one of the Rebbe's shaluchim, messengers, who would travel around the world, spreading the Rebbe's words, his name is Rabbi Yosef Weinberg, he actually just arrived in town, and he's hosting a gathering, a Hasidic Fabringen, and you should come, there's going to be just four or five people, you should come so we can welcome you to town. He heard those words. He was still very shaken from the information. He just found out about the dangers of this neighborhood where he's living. So he decided, let me go and get some encouragement. Sure enough, he shows up and he sits down around the table. And Rabbi Weinberg begins to speak and Rabbi Weinberg says, today's actually a very meaningful day for me. Today is the 13th day of the month of Tevet. It was in the dead of the winter. And I'm so happy to be sitting here with you because this is the day when I had my last private audience with the previous Rabbi, just a month before he passed away. And Rabbi Weinberg shared that at that private meeting the previous Rebbe told him some incredible things which all came to fruition. And Rabbi Weinberg just went on and on explaining and inspiring the chesidim who were present about the importance of believing in the Rebbe's words. And when the Rebbe tells you something, you can trust the Rebbe that this is a message from Hashem and everything will be okay. And you have to know that whenever you go somewhere, if the Rebbe tells you to go there, it's for a reason, it's for a purpose. And as Michelle is sitting at that table, he's blown away from these words. Rabbi Weinberg was saying exactly what he has to hear. They sang nigunim, they danced, and at the end of the night, He thanked Rabbi Weinberg so much for these words of inspiration. And he told Rabbi Weinberg that, I want you to know that this is perhaps why I'm here tonight, to hear this message. I think I understand what you're saying. And when he came home that night, instead of sending that letter to the Rebbe, he decided to fold that letter and put it away in his files. Because how can he complain to the Rebbe about sending him to South Africa with the Rebbe's blessings if he was just inspired from Rabbi Weinberg, if he got the message so clear that if he's here it must be for a reason and the Rebbe's words are not for naught. My friends, what a beautiful story, but there's more to the story. Just a few years later, sure enough, they moved to Israel with the Rebbe's blessings and at the time, Michelle's daughter was studying in Australia in seminary. and. She was told that tonight Rabbi Weinberg is visiting Melbourne and he will come brain with the students in the seminary. As soon as she heard these words, she decided to go to Rabbi Weinberg and tell him the story about that night. And she approaches Rabbi Weinberg and she tells him, I want you to know that my father wanted to move to Israel. And the Rabbi told him not to go. Turns out it wasn't the right thing for him because that whole project fell apart. And then the Rabbi told him that you're going to a distant place to spread Torah and mitzvot. And we moved to South Africa. But the day we arrived, my parents wanted to leave because they discovered how dangerous it is. And they were so shaken to the core that they couldn't handle that fear. And they just wanted to give up. But that very night, the first night that we were in South Africa, you showed up. And you fabrained and you shared words of inspiration and you reminded all who are present that wherever you go, you're on a mission. And you have to follow the clouds of glory and follow God to where he takes you. And you have to trust in the words of the Rebbe. And when the Rebbe tells you something, it is true. It is for a reason. It is for a purpose. It is for a mission. I want you to know, Rabbi Weinberg, you are an incredible support to my family at that time. And as soon as Rabbi Yosef Warburg heard those words, this was his turn to become emotional, shocked and surprised. And he said, now I understand a surprising directive I got from the Rebbe in 1987 when I came to South Africa. Because you see, my trip was really planned to go in Elul in September before the high holidays. I had tickets, everything was arranged. And the last minute, the Rebbe told me, don't go yet. Go after the holidays. And after the holidays, they reached out to the Rebbe and said, now a good time for me to go fulfill my mission in South Africa? The Rebbe said, wait a little bit. It was only the day before my flight. That was the time when the Rebbe finally told me, now you should go to South Africa. The day I arrived was the day I was meant to be there. Because the Rebbe sent me to be the clouds of glory to remind your parents that they're in the right place to fulfill their mission. My friends... Find in your own life those clouds of glory. Follow Hashem to where He takes you, and you will ultimately achieve your own mission and purpose in life.